Mount Lawrence and there is another wonderful Monday evening here with us on Regia Radio. Thank you so much for being a part of the show all this while. Thank you so much for your commitment and your loyalty to the program. Uh, romantic relationship with Stanley McLaurin's. So it's been an awesome privilege also to be uh, your super host of this program. Anyway, without you, there is no us. And uh, we are glad that uh, you give us your, your loyalty to this, uh, to this wonderful program. So thank you so much for always tuning in. Thank you so much for staying close to your radio, radio radio, 7 p.m. every Monday just to listen to us. So we are grateful and we say thank you. And um, we won't forget also to say thank you to the organizers of this or the administrators and then the organizers too of this uh, program, the radio talk show. Thank you, Radio Radio. Thank you so much for this initiative. Uh, it's been a blessing to so many to me, myself, personally, it's been, it's been a blessing to me too. So thank you so much. God bless you and greater heights to Radio Radio. Okay, so we're here again this evening to talk about uh, another interesting topic. Just as it has always been interesting and other other talk shows, uh, this one also promises to be another uh, interesting, exciting, educating enlightening and uh, informative moment but we ask the Holy Spirit to help us open up our hearts to learn Hosea says that my people perish for lack of knowledge not lack of knowledge so it means that somebody can perish just because you lack certain information to certain information that we grant you strength for the next level so perishing is not only limited to death physical death alone you can also die even while you are alive you can die because you lack uh, uh, the knowledge needed or necessary to take you to the next step so you see that people perish for lack of knowledge i pray you will not be among this uh, section of people that perish for lack of knowledge Okay, today we'll be looking at uh, the topic, wrong things we've been told about marriage. The wrong things we've been told about marriage. Okay, so on uh, Facebook precisely, I run a show, a weekly show titled uh, Sunday Straight Talk. So on this program, we talk about uh, issues bothering on relationship, many, so many issues bothering on relationship people discuss about them trying to find you know uh, truth and meaning to marriages and relationship why you should get married why you should be in a relationship you know why you should also consider your single years as an important season of your life and so many other topics like that so every sunday you know my facebook uh, timeline stanley c mclaurin's we talk about these things so um one one time like that, I know I brought up this issue, wrong things, you know, uh, been told about marriage, and I asked the question, what are the wrong things you've been told about marriage, you know, why growing up, even right now, and then people share their views, share their own opinions and all that, 
man we had a lot so many people said so many things about you know their uh, what they've been told about marriage okay so it is on that note that i would love to talk about a um, few things few things you know that are wrong that we've been told about marriage a lot of us have been told so many crazy things good things and also so many bad bad things that scare life out of you and then i've seen so many people who tell you oh stanley you know what yeah i know i'm old enough to get my but right now i'm not thinking this thing because guy i am i am scared i'm scared i'm totally scared and then i get to ask them why are you scared of this thing and then i tell you man the marriage marriage has marriage has you know easy my brain you see so many things where they don't tell me and all the stuff so uh, people have been through so many things have been too specialized people tell you oh boy marriage is hard marriage is difficult you know marriage is difficult the sound of that word alone is not longer not three just a statement a sentence marriage is hard you know and somebody carries that idea in his head and if you see like man marriage no easy is difficult I, I don't think i can go into that venture you know so that fear lingers and the person finds it difficult first of all to be in a relationship or even if he or she gets into a relationship at the moment the best the other partner mentions marriage you know you see them drop back and then they can't they, they just begin to feel disinterested in the whole thing simply because they've been through some things you know in the past that is that has created uh, this um, fear in them and making them see marriage on the on the on the very wrong perspective so that's what we're going to treat today and then we'll point out uh, a few a few uh, headings uh, or sub headings to that okay first uh, is that people have been told that the grass is greener on the other side yeah they've been told that the grass is greener on the other side you know the truth yes the truth is that the grass is greener where it is being cared for i repeat the grass is greener only where it is being cared for and where it is being watered where it is being cared for and where it is being watered so if you think because you're, you're married today and uh, if you man my own marriage don't work i want to just get out of this thing and go let me try another marriage or let me divorce and try another person to be sincere and very honest with you that one you're going into you may even find it worse than the one you currently or previously into no grass is greener on the other side no grass is greener on the other side you know take for example you see a beautiful garden somebody makes it possible or somebody made it so the grasses don't just tend to themselves no if you allow them they'll grow roughly they'll grow haphazardly and then thorns and weeds will grow alongside the beautiful plant and turn the whole place into you know a very crazy mess but then somebody comes a gardener comes tends to the flowers you know uh, uh, attends to the grasses and ensures that they are all watered you know bringing out the best out of these plants you know to see more of the beauty of the garden somebody does this job so while you're thinking the grass is greener on the other side, oh, this woman, she complains a lot, she talks too much. This guy, I don't know, he snores and I don't like the way he, he talks to me. I want, man, I just want to get out of this whole thing. To be sincere with you, you get out of that thing, you get, you jump into another one. It, you may find it worse than the one you were previously.
seriously in you. So every grass that you think is greener is green now because it's greener because it's being cared for and it is being watered. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25, uh, 33, say, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. So your wife is like your garden. Your husband is like your own garden. So you attend to you water them, you know. You water them, you care for them. That is when it becomes greener for you. But if you don't do these things, my dear listener, you will not enjoy, you know, the greener pasture you should you know, lie and walk in. You will not enjoy it. Okay, yeah. So secondly, again, um, people have been told that if you're not happy, you shouldn't stay in an unhappy marriage or unhappy relationship, unhappy uh, situation. Once you're not happy, just get out of that place. Yes, every person deserves more to be sincere. Every person deserves more. And then God's good for marriage was not just uh, you know, to make us happy alone. His goal is not just to make us happy alone. You know, the, two, the truest mixture of marriage is that it symbolizes the love of Christ for us. So when it says that love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not boast, love does not keep record of wrongs, it is true based on the fact that even if you may not seem happy temporarily in the relationship or in that marriage, it is not an option for you to now try another relationship or try another marriage now check out why are you not happy in the one you're currently you know uh, running the relationship you're currently running or the marriage you're in what is the cause of the unhappiness you sit down you count these things you sit down you reflect on them there will always be a solution insofar it is not domestic violence the person is not hitting you back to back and all that there's always a way out there's always a way out. So people tell you, oh, if you're not happy in that marriage, my friend, just get out of the thing. Please don't listen to those those cook and boost stories. Don't listen to those trash. They are not what you should listen to as a child of God. So what happens to that verse of the Bible that says love is patient? How do you test your love that is patient if you are not patient enough to grow with your partner? The Bible says two shall become one. You think it happens overnight? And people just get up and then they click together, bam, and they become one. Well, even twins don't just click like that. They grow to understand themselves and then begin to partner, even though not totally alike, but you always find a little similarity between, you know, the both of them. Is that that they look alike? You know, like they're very identical twins and all that. But then their characters will always differ. Characters will always differ. But then they are, they are identical. So people... Husbands and wives can become one, but then they still have their similarities and differences. So these things will not just merge in a day. It could take years to happen. So it will be a mixture of happiness, sadness, uh, joy, peace, and all that. So each one that is you are confronted with at a particular situation, a particular time, please bear with it. It is not permanent. It's temporary. It is not permanent, it is temporal. So as to give respect to that verse that says love is patient, 
love is kind love does not keep record of wrongs it is when people begin to keep record of oh he did this to me yesterday oh he did that to me yesterday oh today he didn't even buy me shawarma yesterday oh he forgot my birthday and blah 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 and all that and all that if you keep you know renting your heart to these issues you will always be unhappy and in a very little time you're seeking you're filing for divorce or you're breaking up with the person if you're married yet so you see the dangers involved in this you see where people should try them as much as possible you know to ensure that they are patient with their partners it's not every little thing to run out of the relationship any little disagreement you want to get out of the plan you're threatening your partner man you try this again i'm leaving you and all that but if you leave they will find a better person oh yes if you leave they find a better person so what's with all the threats oh if you if you do this again i'm going to leave you i'm going to walk out of you i'm going to walk out of this marriage and all that please if you want to walk 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 out of it and let the people have rest but if you really want to fight this battle, you really want to roll this boat, you really want to calm this storm, understand that love is patient. It doesn't happen in a day. It could take some while, it could take some time. But then be patient with your partner. Be patient with your wife. Be patient with your husband. Keep no wrongs or scores or whatever it is they have done. Yes, they could offend, they may offend you, they may do certain things that you don't like. But then please have a mind, a mind to forgive the mind to say okay i understand you're human i understand you make mistakes i'm ready to forgive and let go of this hurt is somebody getting blessed yeah uh, okay the third one we have here it says uh, your spouse should know how to meet all your needs so people have been told this particular kind of lie that your partner should know how to meet all your needs truth is that marriage is a lifelong process of growing together we don't always get it right nobody gets it right in marriage nobody gets it right in marriage sometimes you do try and error until you just hit it once once and it makes life better okay so we might even fail miserably yes there are many times you will fail so miserably you know you came up with that excitement that man when i get married single person as a bachelor as a spinster when I get my bill to make sure that my wife is always happy 247 I will do everything I will even get angry and all that <laughs> yes that's a very that's 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 a great ambition you know but let me be sincere with you uh there are times you would feel miserably to the point you would ask yourself wow you mean I did all this shit there are times you feel miserably See how the mighty Peter sent uh, mighty Simon Peter, you know. Jesus will always talk and say, No, 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 no. You say, Me betray you. Why? For what? Why would I even betray you? Uh, you know, he was so sure, ambitious, you know, that man, I'm not going to do this because I love you this much. I'm loyal to you and all that. And Jesus looked at him, he laughed, he understood, and he said, Oh, God, calm down. Be coming down, okay? And he said, uh, before you know it, you will offend me when the cock crows thrice. You know? And it happened. It happened. So at that point, Peter failed miserably. He failed miserably. So he too would have committed suicide like Judas Iscariot. 
if not for God's grace and God's help that helped him survive that moment and then he was able to ask for forgiveness and go back and himself right with God again. So there are times, even with your wife or your husband, no matter how how cautious you've been to see that uh, uh, they just you just become you know, the best person that ever or the, the best thing that's ever happened in your life. There'll be times you feel miserably. There'll be times you you do the most awkward things that your spouse will wonder if they really or truly got married to you with their both eyes open or you <laughs> use some voodoo over them. Okay. Okay, but so let's continue. I say, uh, but as we need grace and forgiveness, we need to also extend it. Understand that your spouses cannot read your minds. Some people just want their spouses to know everything that works in their minds, every line of thoughts that goes through their hearts. They are, they are, some people just want their partners to just do things. People are not mind readers, please. They are not mind readers. What you don't say to them, don't expect them to just do it for you. You want your partner to buy you something and you've not even for once told him or her, ah, babe, I like this thing. Maybe once in a while I can just buy it from you. You've not said it and then you just keep it to yourself like, eh, eh, I know you will not buy it. And you say it to yourself, I know you will not buy it. So one day a little disagreement ensures, bam, you seek that opportunity, you know, to blast him or her. Like, yes, you even come back from work, you don't even buy me anything. You, you, you just leave the house, you don't even drop money and all those crazy, crazy things, you know. So these folks are not mind readers, please. They're also human like you, and then uh, it's best you you open up and let them know what runs through your mind. Okay. So they may not receive and give love in the same way that you do. So they may not give you back 100% the kind of love you also show them 100%. You can be showing your own love 90%, and they're showing you a 50% kind of love. Yes, please understand that they may not receive or give love in the same way that you do. But neither are we to expect that all of our needs be fulfilled by the by this one person. That one person cannot fulfill all your needs. You can't, you can't in any way. You see? But God is the only one who can satisfy our deepest needs for love. Yeah. The only being that can satisfy man's needs for love it's just good. It's just good. And the psalmist puts it rightly in Psalms, in Psalms uh, 73, verse 26. He said, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is my strength and my heart and my portion forever. Okay? So even if, even when your partner fails you, even when your partner disappoints you, even when your partner fails miserably, you know, understand that they are human. And it is only God that can satisfy your deepest needs for love. Your deepest needs for love. Only God can satisfy that. You know, so when people tell you, oh, your partner should know, you know, and meet your partner should know and meet all your needs, tell them yes, you understand. But then they are also human. They, they will never satisfy all your needs. So if you create that, if you have this kind of mindset and you create uh, that that space in your heart, you know, for um, to ensure that okay, when your partner does not meet all your needs, you're not offended, you're not angry with them, you'll see that you live a happy life and you will even enjoy your marriage. So, even when they don't recall, yes, sometimes I have this issue going in my own relationship too. 
you see most times i expect my partner to do some things and she's not doing it yes sometimes i could you know get a little bit offended just to get her attention so when her attention is drawn to her like babe are you supposed to do this and you didn't do it now and i'm not angry you did you didn't do this one for me and all that you know and then she apologized oh baby sorry i'm so sorry you should have told me now i didn't even know and all that and all that see so that is what we are saying here exactly what we are saying here okay so let's move quickly he says again uh, that divorce people have told you uh, wrong things like divorce is always an easy option divorce is never an easy option see let me tell you something if you enter into marriage where divorce is an option you know we are already in trouble you are already in trouble enter into any marriage where divorce is an option little thing you tell yourself man i'm going to leave you very soon i'm filing for divorce i'm getting out of it i'm leaving your life and all that if you live in this kind of relationship or this kind of marriage you're already in trouble because times will inevitably get difficult and someone uh, you know we start looking for a fast way out so when times get tough in the relationship when uh, you're not getting to the season you know that dry season of your relationship that dry season of your marriage what happens means that spam you want to run out of the relationship or you want to leave your partner you want to leave your family you want to run out and go look for somewhere just like we said at the beginning of this lecture at the grass people think that the grass is green on the other side this is what happens when you make divorce an easy option so because you always think oh because it's miserable here let me just leave this place temporary no this temporary mis- uh, misery i'm not cutting for it let me leave here and go find someone or something better you know and then you start thinking divorce you want to run away you want to leave these are errors these are errors Things will inevitably, inevitably get difficult. That is not the time to look for a fast way out. Amen. Oh, someone is getting blessed. Okay. So um, another one we have here it says that kids, uh, when kids confess, you know, you start dropping the love you have for your partner. That kids confessed. Kids confess. Because they need you more kids confess because they need you more so you start dropping the love you have for your partner the attention you should give your partner and begin to channel your energy into taking care of your children to be sincere with you and truthfully saying to kids our children are important in our lives but they are not as important as your partner in whom you swore to in whom you swore to take care of, to love and cherish with all your heart in death to your part. They're not as important as these people. So if you've been making the mistakes that, okay, kids kids are number one, please let it end today. Your kids are not your priority. They are never your priority. Your husband, your wife, these are your priority. These persons are your priority. So your kids should not take, you know, their place in your life. No matter how tempting that desire, that decision will be, please do not fall for that evil. It will ruin your marriage. Because the moment your attention is drawn away from that single person that you've sworn allegiance to, they go and look for allegiance outside. They look for their loyalty outside. And the moment they find what you know, they couldn't get in the home, they find it outside, 
you've lost that person, you've lost that man, you've lost them, you've lost that woman. And getting them back will take only by the grace of God. Okay, so finally we say that um, people have said that marriage is beyond repair. Once trust is broken, it can never be restored. That is a lie. That is a lie. And then many have walked through these very difficult uh, seasons of marriage. You know, where they tell you that some are still healing, others have come through to the other side by the grace of God. Only by the grace of God does this happen. And then you see, sometimes these marriages are saved, and then sometimes they are not. But it doesn't change the truth, this truth, that no matter what we face, God does redeem and restore, you know, because He is a God of miracles. His marriage, and then all you need to do is cry out to Him for help. He can always bring back life, you know, to what is dead, just as He did to Lazarus. It's a comfort, and then Lazarus came out, a man that had died three to about three to four days, but still came back to life, looking fresh, like nothing happened to him. You see, so it is the power of God. Understand that the power of God gives hope, a fresh start, a chance for a do-over, and a new beginning. Never forget that with God, all things are possible. Even if your marriage looks like it's beyond repair because trust is broken, please understand, let this ring in your heart that with God, all things are possible. May not, uh, may not look rosy now, may not look too good now, but it can Never, it can never go unrestored. It can never go unrestored. Just have faith and trust in this God of ours. Understand that when you cry out to Him for help, He is always there to hear and answer us. Okay? So these are the things I could put up together, and uh, you know, these are things people have been told wrongly about marriage and scares a lot of people to death. And they just don't want to get married, even those who are ready ready to settle down but they just feel man i'm not ready for this thing yet because of fear that has been created in them that maybe from infant from childhood or from the youth youthful age and all that and then uh, they find it difficult to just to just settle down with any man or woman they prefer to just bounce from one relationship get into the other and all that okay but i tell you so most solemnly today the moment you can break away from these wrong things, from this evil information, you will enjoy your marriage. Marriage is beautiful. Marriage is marriage is sweet. Marriage is not difficult. Marriage is not hard as people have painted it. Marriage is one of the best things that can happen to you. You know, the, the ability to give yourself totally, wholeheartedly to the other, and the other person gives him herself wholeheartedly to you too. It's a beautiful experience that you will always want to look forward to. Even when you go out to you go out to for work, you always look forward to come back home to meet with your partner. This is what makes a marriage wonderful. It's what makes a marriage beautiful. So I pray for you today that as you've heard and listened to me, that uh, the power of the Holy Spirit will crush that evil information that's been laid in your heart over a long period of time. That evil information has been placed lingered in your heart has made you look at marriage in an awkward way in the name of jesus may those evil information you know disappear and be destroyed completely out of your heart we cast them out in the name of jesus christ okay
Okay, so thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I hope you got blessed this evening. Till we come your way again next week, Monday. Keep being a blessing. Uh, allow yourself to be used by God and let Him be, let Him make good use of you to the betterment of the world and uh, to the betterment of your life too. Okay, please stay safe and share so you can follow us on facebook standing mclaurins or you want to reach out to us via counseling session or whatever you can always contact us on the number 081-87-299029 i take it again 081-87-299029 thank you once again and have a blessed week